Yo, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week here, we're going to interview friends of ours in the community about what is going on right now. We also want to thank our friends at Miller's Professional Imaging. They are the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. Plus, they're just awesome guys. If you don't know them, you should go check them out. Please do us a favor, hit that subscribe button. We'd love to keep coming to you every week. Thanks so much. Let's get on to the show. All right. Good morning. Welcome to episode 17, I think, of Something New Every Week with Aaron and Elizabeth Volk. Is that, am I saying it correctly? Volk, you got it. All right. Excellent. They are based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I am really happy to have them on. They're good friends of mine. And, um, you know, we're both here on a kind of a sleepy Monday morning. Say hello, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Uh, maybe a little less sleepy for Aaron and Elizabeth as they are having some construction done on their house this morning. So I'm sure you guys started a little bit earlier than I did. Yeah, a little bit. I had to get up and move all the cars out of the driveway and get prepared for a backhoe to move into the driveway. So <laughs> nothing got... better than we have uh, our son's uh, wedding shower next weekend and the sewer backed up last weekend. So we we're like in panic mode to have that fixed before <laughs> 30 people come to the house. So let me just recap real quick with these guys. So, you know, they are a busy household and they are a husband and wife team of photographers, uh, busy, lots of, they have lots of kids and one of them is about to get married. Uh, they had a sewer line back up that needs to be fixed before the, uh, a wedding shower and an upcoming wedding. So just, just, you know, kind of a sleepy, sleepy <laughs> summer, summer weekend for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Which leads me to uh, my first my first questions. So I actually, uh, when we when we were talking about what we were going to talk about, uh, I think that maybe we should start with the work life balance of running a, a, a you know husband and wife business with lots of kids and growing kids. I mean, they're not little, so well, some of them are little, but some of them are older, so. Talk to me about how you guys, you know, are, are working through this balance and, you know, wh- how do you guys do it? Is it whiskey? Whiskey. <laughs> um, well, we try to go by set schedule. So we only are in our studio Tuesdays and Thursdays, okay. which helps okay. keep us uh, with the kids more often. So we do all of our editing and office work out of the house. Um, okay. So that helps a little bit. And then we try really hard to put the computers down and shut them off around five o'clock every day mm-hmm. and be able to spend time with the kids. And then we never work Sundays. Sundays is dedicated to family. So we just don't even open up the laptops or turn on the desktops on Sundays. And that's our biggest way to, I think, control ourselves a little bit. Yeah. But during COVID, of course, that messed everything up and we were not on routine. And then we had to get back on routine beginning of June. And that took a few weeks to I think nail that back down. Yeah, to get back into the routine of life. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely say, say that. that um, um, am I getting a little getting feedback, feedback over there? I'll have to work over it. Anyway, anyway um, um, do you guys hear that you feedback? Guys see that feedback? We do not. Okay, so it's okay, just so in my head then. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, and that happens to me a lot. I just have this feedback going on in my head. Anyway, uh, I agree with you on getting back into a schedule with kids now. And that's been a struggle for my family as, as my wife has worked straight through this, this, this crisis and the pandemic. Um, so she is a telecommuter and works at home. And so like she basically has put a lock on the door with our family and said, you know, you know, Jay, you're going to have to, to deal with this. So now that they're starting to get back out and have to like be places. We went for a hike on Friday with some other, some other friends of ours and we had to leave at 8.15 and I swear the entire family did not sleep on Thursday evening because they were so worried about getting out of the house and it be the time. So um, it sounds like you guys are kind of dealing with that same thing where everyone was just home for the longest time and now we have to to do that. Are you finding that as you, so you guys, so, uh, you know, actually before we get started, what I like to do on something new every week is to focus on something that's happening right now, you know, in this week or this month. And so you guys are starting to schedule sessions now. And, and actually before we start, what kind of photography business do you guys do? Uh, we are strictly boudoir at the moment. So we've been doing, uh, we switched to boudoir in 2015 and dropped everything else at that point. So about five years now. So strictly boudoir sessions. And I know during the pandemic, you were unable to do sessions at all, right? Yep. And now you're opening back up. Is there anything that you're finding is different as far as, I mean, as far as scheduling is concerned? So the same things are, you know, getting getting to, to, to meet on time. Are you finding any any kind of weird struggles with that? Yeah, the first week that we were back was like, oh, crap, I didn't schedule enough time this morning to, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so we, we lease a um, retail space mm-hmm. from a building contractor down here. And so they had their own set of rules that we had to go by to make sure they were following COVID. And then we did what we thought we had to do through the state. So when we got to the studio the first week with all the different cleaning things that we had to do, yeah. we didn't allow ourselves enough, enough time, time the first day. So we had to, the next time, next time we went in, we had to give ourselves another 20 minutes just to make sure that we had everything done each morning before we open and then wow. give us time between each client to make sure we are uh, clean and sanitized between each client. Cause you do sometimes end up talking for 30 minutes after the session's over mm-hmm. and then that eats up what we thought was enough time. So a couple wow. of learning way so so yeah if you have back-to-back sessions now you're going to need to go through this whole cleaning routine can you go over what the guidelines that you found that you know you're supposed to be following uh well for us it's just um the state's cleaning uh, cleaning and sanitizing we have to do what doorknobs light switches uh any surfaces that our clients may put stuff on so in our changing room we have to clean and sanitize all that and then because we are boudoir, we change the sheets between every client now too. So we had to purchase an extra three or four sets of sheets. Uh, I purchased two. Two. Yeah. So, so we have enough for doing like two, six sessions six. a week. Yep. Right. Uh, so that's a big laundry. Was a was a big one. So we okay. used to do just one. We'd put a sheet, sheet, set a sheet on for the day, and that would be it. Now we have to do it between each client. So. Yeah. Wow. So that yeah. So that definitely is going to be a little bit more work. Are you finding? Uh, you know, our clients, you know, specifically asking for guidelines or, you know, are just, you know, making sure. Or... Our, our clients have been, um, they're amazing. Like most of our clients, we, we advertise to uh, medical field a lot. Mm-hmm. 
And so we get a lot of doctors, PAs, nurses, and so they're all so familiar with COVID that they'll come in and they'll be like, no, no mask required. Like, like we make it up to them if we should wear a mask, mm-hmm. uh, how they're comfortable. Of course, they can't wear a mask because it's boudoir and that would look funny. Right. Um, but or very uh, yeah. difficult to retouch out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so they're, they're like. The healing brush doesn't take out an entire mask of your face. No. <laughs> ad lips. <laughs> when Photoshop has the ad lip uh, brush, then we'll be good. Right. Ad duck uh, lips. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, we've been, I feel pretty lucky. We've, we've done 13 sessions now, I think, since we've been back. Yeah. Um, and we've, we've been having a kind of a crazy summer where there's brides that have had their boudoir sessions by other photographers in the area canceled. And so they're calling us like last minute in a panic and we're mm-hmm. squeezing them in. And we had one call like on Memorial Day needing to get in that week because her session was the next set or her wedding was the next Saturday. So we ended ended up having to shoot, show her images and then edit and print and have it to her for that Saturday. So huh. so let's explore that a little bit because I've been, you know, well, let me just ask you, I mean, was there was there because they were double booked or why were they canceling the sessions? I I think people just weren't ready to like they don't know how to do deal with COVID. So Liz, I took a lot of time during COVID and we paid attention to what the state was saying we had to do. Yeah. And we had our preparedness plan ready like the day he said, have your preparedness plan ready and submitted that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had all of our hand sanitizer sanitizer for like we started stocking up on those kind of things so that the day we could open, we were ready to open. Okay. So I didn't back off of Google or Facebook ads. So I was continually through COVID booking clients and keeping our, our uh, calendar full. So right now we're full through August and starting to fill up September. So we're just, we're just trying to stay ahead of it and worked really hard at that. Probably harder than I needed to, but I just did not want to come out of COVID without having clients on the books. Right. And I know that in, in, I'm sorry, Elizabeth, go ahead. We also have a COVID contract that we're having our clients sign before they come in too. Oh, yeah, right. So um, they have to initial each thing, just basically saying, you know, I haven't been exposed to COVID. Mm-hmm. If in the next 14 days after my session, I have any of these signs or symptoms, I'll let you know. Um, so that that was a thing too. Right, right. And okay, that's, that's, that's. Is, but that's something that you guys decided to do, not not something that was mandated. No, it wasn't. Uh, I think uh, PPA suggested it, so that's okay. why we we did it. So that's I smart. Just it, yeah, I just thought it was smart. Then they know if they do get sick, that they do have to let us know, so that we can let anybody else in the studio from that day know. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, doing boudoir sessions is definitely something where you're, you know, in closer po- proximity. I mean, you're still keeping your distance, obviously, but definitely um, something that you, you, you should be aware of. So that's 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 actually some good advice for those photographers. I think in general now, um, anyone who is working in somewhat close proximity should probably have some sort of, you know, ask them to do something, even if it's verbal. Hey, listen, if you get sick, will you let me know? You would think yeah. that would be, you think that would be a standard thing, but I, you know, with this, who knows? <laughs> it's a crazy world right now. 
So I know I'm talking to uh, Easton Reynolds this afternoon, and I saw he shot a wedding this weekend. And I mean, I can't wait to talk to him because he was saying that he, well, he was, he did these live videos of him in in a room that was for 80 people, which I guess was the max. And they had a full band, but they weren't allowing any dancing. So I I can't, I can't imagine like, you know, having to do a live event, but anyway, that's, it's not about them, but but that's not about you guys. Yeah. Are there, are there, I mean, we're going into this crazy new world now, um, you know, and it's, I know that Aaron, you and I have texted a lot back and forth during the pandemic. You had clients that were ready to go you know, as soon as you came out of it. So you were smart in keeping that going. Um, what advice do you have for photographers, um, you know, at this point, as far as, I know that you do a lot of advertising and Facebook ads and stuff like that. Can you give us some, you know, you know, 10,000 foot views of what you guys do? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we have a VIP group for all of our um, current and hopefully future clients. So mm-hmm. that runs at what, 3,600 women we have in that right now. Mm-hmm. So we stay in contact with them every day by just either posting memes, playing games, or mm-hmm. doing lives from our studio so that they can see how that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably our cheapest and best advertising we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Facebook ads, I actually advertise to women in Minnesota to join that group. Okay. Because what better way to get them to know us more than to get them in the group and see how everything goes. Uh, I do some Google AdWords stuff that uh, helps point them to our website mm-hmm. and then a couple different minor ads from Facebook that redirects them back to our website if they visited it. So okay. just being able to play with those couple things and, and hit people multiple ways. Uh, we do an email blast like once a month. We're not very spammy with email and we're not very good at it. It's like one picture and a few words and saying, don't forget about us. Uh, right. That, um, that'd be about it. Uh, we try to support local um, different things that we believe in, different causes and organizations. So, um, like for Mother's Day, we sent out a few um, uh, what we call the Vixen, which is a three to five, three to four look session with full hair and makeup. And we sent that to a few different organizations for them to give away as Mother's Day gifts to their organization, which okay. um, which was awesome because that was towards the end of COVID. But all those women that won those had called and booked either late June or July sessions. And we finished filling up our sessions for uh, the summer pretty much with those. So okay. that was really cool. Um, yeah. What else do we do? Anything? I think you got it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the 10,000 foot overview. <laughs> well, so, you know, and, 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 and talking to other boudoir photographers uh, or portrait photographers for that matter, many of them are doing it like you. They have a Facebook group that they engage with their audience with. They try and, you know, do fun stuff with them, talk to them, try and keep conversations going and building. And, you know, you're actively building an audience via Google AdWords, Facebook ads. I I think, you know, as someone who is also, you know, trying to build an audience, you know, via photographers and also in my portrait business, what advice can you give from the beginning, so starting with, you know, 5, 10, 20, even 30 people, you start that Facebook group. What advice can you give to, to kind of help get that get that audience moving? Um, one of the things is you can't be afraid to ask almost daily for mm-hmm. people to, to add their friends in. So um, 
if you if you ask on a Monday and then you don't ask again till next Monday, a lot of people are they're busy and it's not that they don't care and that they don't want to add people. They just forget because they're so busy. Mm-hmm. So asking multiple times to really start getting that group to grow. So if you're at 300 people and you ask five or six days in a row, you'll probably double that group by the end of the week if you make sure you're just okay. gently asking everybody all the time to add people. Okay. You, you could do an incentive too. I mean, I didn't find pe- some people have group grow contests that work really well. Ours never really grew that well. Like we had 900 people, I think, when we did our first grow big type contest, and we added like 400 people. That was not a grow big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fun to do, and it was even at 400, it was a lot of work to go through and find out who we we're going to do a winner for. So those people that have 3,000 grows overnight. Is kind of crazy, but yeah. So we just try to do it organically with just little hints of adding people. And if right. you really enjoy this group, yeah, tell your friends. And then right. we do have what we call booty babes or our ambassadors, and we have five yeah. of them. And they actually will um, go out and do the other mom groups and just like, hey, if you want like-minded body positivity, join this group, and then we'll get people to join off that way too. So, so. I, okay, so nobody's—I've uh, never heard of uh, ambassadors for boudoir photographers. So that's that's an interesting thing. I'm sure it's—I'm sure it's pretty common, but you know, I'm—I'm I'm the newbie. So, <laughs> uh, I, and uh, you know, just if you—if you are the newbie, so this sounds like almost like it's somewhat of a senior model program for boudoir photographers. Is, is would that be correct? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. They, cool. they, you know, you do a, a session with them. And um, get them their images, and they post their images, and tell all their friends, and yeah, they have incentives. So okay, and you know, as far as incentives are concerned, were there any in in you know group grow type things? Were there any incentives that you found were more effective than others? I'm ask, asking for a friend. <laughs> Did you find any? that were more I don't think so like so was it more about just being persistent so I mean from your side it sounds like ask and ask and ask and ask yeah get an incentive have a plan for that incentive doesn't really matter what it was as long as it's something but you got to give me one example of you know an, an example of what is it every session okay. so I, that there's a cent- incentive enough because mm-hmm. They get a pampering day just to themselves, um, okay. which is great. And then we yeah. do um, a percentage off from product that they then want to purchase. So, okay. um, and then they can earn more for every client that they send us. So, a referral program too. Oh yeah, for the booty babe part. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So talk to me about your, your sales. So people come in, they do a session with you. Are you doing sales sessions with these guys as well? Or how yeah. are you handling that? Yeah. And again, how are you handling it in the COVID, in the new world? So we did rearrange our, our uh, investment room a little bit for COVID so that Elizabeth and I were like six, six feet away five. from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of arranged our table a little bit differently so that we're not touching the albums as we hand them to them they're able to just pick them up we can find a point and be like that's the that's the 10 by 10 but um other than that uh we haven't changed the way we do it so we photograph you say tuesday Mm -hmm. and then the following tuesday you come back and see your images okay and they're fully edited so uh liz goes through and edits 
60 to 70 photos from your session and then we show you those and okay. go through it so yeah and your sessions are generally around 30 minutes our sessions yeah. uh no about 90 oh 90 minutes yep so wow, we do three looks time. okay yeah three looks there's a lot of talking and laughing and giggling going on during that 90 minutes so what we end up with 120 to 150 images to narrow it down from yeah at time so okay yeah so, yeah yeah, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Like, we're pretty tiny. It's, um, and calls it boutique style. And so, like, for us, we're very personal and one-on-one. Um, and we, oh, I forgot the word I was going to use. Crud. Crud? That was the word? Yeah, no. Um, uh, so, like, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> Actually, I have another question. We can, okay, we can go back to it. So um, you know, the one question I was curious of is hair and makeup. And you were just talking about the three looks. And are how are you guys handling Are they coming hair and makeup ready? Or what, how, how are you dealing with that? So we actually have a salon in our studio with okay. a full-time hair and makeup artist. So uh, she knows what we want uh-huh. and is able to to take like the ideas from our client and shape it to what we we do for photography. Uh-huh. So it's really nice. We've had the same hair and makeup artist for five years now, and it's just been really nice to be able to have her it's do it con- so we don't have to worry about what they're going to look like. Yeah, it's very consistent work then. Uh-huh. Like she changes it up a little bit for each client, uh-huh. but for the most part, it's very consistent, which is good. So, yeah, during COVID, she ended up taking the, there was like an extra exam Minnesota had out for uh, safety for COVID and whatever, communicable diseases or whatever the heck they call that. Yeah, I think so. So she's got her certificate hanging in the that shows that she's certified. Uh, She knows how to do all the precautions. She ended up buying extra brushes and makeup tools so that um, she can bring them home and sanitize them at the end of the day and go through three or four clients and not have to worry about ever running out of brushes and tools. So. Okay. So she had, I mean, that was really my question. So your hair and makeup artist that you use regularly, the same person has gone through training and you know, this is the new normal that she had to go get a certificate yep. to yeah. teach us how not to transmit disease, which I, I mean is crazy to me, but I, I, you know, this is the world we're in right now. And, hair and makeup is a very personal in your face type thing. Yeah. So I'm sure that she was happy to do that, but it's, you know, I'm sure that puts your clients at ease knowing that, you know, it's crazy. You got to hang a certificate on the wall and, and all of that yep. stuff. It's insane, but that's our world. That's our yeah. world. And I think it helps our clients at ease a little bit. Cause then they know we're serious about what we're doing. Like we're not just here fly by night guy with a camera trying to make a quick buck. So it right. lets them know we're here. We're here for the long haul and we're here for them. So, um, yeah. So we kind of took that part serious. Yeah. Well, I mean, and of course too, you have a big family and you don't want to be bringing that back to your family as well. So I'm sure that it was just as important for you to take those precautions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You have one of our daughters has, um, an autoimmune, autoimmune disease. disease. So wow, okay. we have to be super careful about what we do and make sure we're not bringing anything home for her. Right. Right. And yeah, just, just in general. So, all right. So I think we're at about 23 minutes and, uh, I think we're going to, we're going to wrap up if there, if you guys don't have anything else, I think, 
Um, from your perspective, from where I see you guys as photographers, I really admire how, you know, you guys, did, you know, how long has it been now that you've been just doing the boutique boudoir stuff? So uh, you've made the decision to do that. Yeah, five or six years. Five or six years. So, yeah. it, you know, if five, five years in now, what, what advice would you give to Aaron and Elizabeth starting over again, making that and, and specifically in making that decision, I'm not going to shoot weddings or anything else anymore. I'm just going to do this. <sighs> My advice would have been to, to listen to other photographers about pricing right away. And that's probably like a major answer everybody gives. But I think the biggest difference, we were scared we were going to lose clients when mm -hmm. we did a big price increase and that didn't happen. Like I, I that, think that sums it up as know your worth. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, respect yourself enough to know what you're worth and, um, and price accordingly. Okay. It's more than just paying for your camera and the prints that gets printed on. Like, we're feeding five kids and paying for a wedding off of photography, so uh, you gotta be able to <laughs> gotta be able to pay for that, right? And, and earn enough money to do it. So <laughs> that's a lot of mouths to feed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds like you're getting rid of one of them. Yeah. Or, Gosh, that's a lot of fun, though. I think, I think really we're just gaining another one. We're gaining another one. And, you know, uh, we're laughing because uh, the, th the three of us, when we are together, we do laugh about our families. And I do admire these guys, how they can run a husband and wife business with such big families, still have such great attitudes. And I think you know, in, in getting to know you guys, if there's anything that I've learned from, from both of you is, is keeping that humor and, and, you know, I can tell that you both love each other and that you, you know, really, you know, kind of lean on each other to, to, to get through the, the tough times. And if there's any photographers that I've talked to through this really, really tough time we've all gone through, your attitudes were by far the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think our life is so crazy and insane, which I think for the U.S. is a big portion of the people, but um, it, like, made us, like, okay, simmer down. You need to take a time out and just spend some time with your kids, and and we did for a little bit, and I think it was good. It was healthy. Mm-hmm. Or maybe because you guys are always in crisis mode that this was a lot easier for you to deal with. <laughs> that too, yeah, for just in 24 hours. <laughs> All right, so uh, for those of you who have been on the group, uh, these guys are available, and you guys did talk about pricing. They offer a one-on-one -on -one session on thegroup.com called Breaking Into Six Figures where they will help you with this pricing that you were talking about. And I think that when you make a decision, I think many of us and, you know, myself included, as they start to launch a new business, kind of, you know, go back and forth and back and forth, but without a real plan in place for what that pricing is going to look like when you start actually getting the clients, then you run into problems of how do you, you know, increase your pricing and stuff like that. So they are available for a 90 minute session um, it's very reasonably priced and they'll sit down and, and talk to you about how to, you know, how to get that business started. Is there anything you guys want to add to that? No, you summed it up really well. Appreciate that. So 
Yeah, I mean, we, we'll walk awesome. you through how we, we do enough to pay for a studio and five kids and still be able to once in a while enjoy life on our own, too, besides for this. So uh, our and goal I, is work-life balance, and that's that's yeah. the key to pricing yourself right. Work balance, and that is the key. And I can vouch for the fact that they still work their asses off and still manage to have a lot of fun at the same time. So, <laughs> again... Um, thank you guys for being on on something new every week again this week. Um, I you know wish you guys the best as you continue to open up and make some money and get through this summer and yeah. go like that. So thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys again. Thanks, Jason. Bye, you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Talk to you All soon, right. guys. Peace. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Something New Every Week. We hope you learned something new this week and want to once again thank our sponsor, Miller's Lab. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to all the cool stuff we've talked about. And a quick reminder, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by hitting that subscribe now button. See you next week on Something New Every Week.